Welcome back to Team Talk, ESPN Radio 1017, The Team. I'm Joe O'Neill. We'll get you back to Sam Hauser and Scott Galletti in just a bit. But we're going to go to TPC San Antonio from the Valero Texas Open and talk to Nota Begay third. He's born and raised right here in Albuquerque, winner of four PGA events, a national champ at Stanford, currently a top golf analyst on the Golf Channel and NBC Sports. You see him all the time on TV, and now you get a chance to listen to him here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Nota, thank you so much for your time. I just want to go ahead and, and start by congratulating Congratulating you on being named captain of the U.S. Junior President's Cup squad. Well, thanks so much, and great to be on the show. Um, certainly an exciting opportunity for me and a culmination of a lot of hard work in the nonprofit space and a long career in golf, and now uh, with our team investing so much in the junior golf space, trying to grow the game, it's certainly a wonderful opportunity for me to be a part of the PGA Tours uh, Marquee Junior Golf event um, this fall. No doubt about it. And you talked about that commitment to junior golf when you were back here in Albuquerque a month and a half or so or two months ago talking about you're going to be connected to the NMAA Girls and Boys State Golf Championship. So, you know, junior golf was obviously a big part of your life. I mean, you had great success as a junior golfer, but you find it to be critical to keep that whole thing going, Noda. Absolutely. And it's not just junior golf. Um, you know, that's certainly one element of it. But, you know, my main interest in partnering with the NMAA, Santa Ana Golf, and R1 companies uh, for the, the state high school golf championships is to support high school sports and high school kids. Um, you know, we have a lot of challenges facing our kids on the health and educational fronts, um, job opportunities, and it's important for us as influencers, as prominent professionals in our community to do everything that we can to try and pave a path of opportunity for these young people. And obviously for me, it's through sports, it's through golf, and it's just a a very simple arrangement and way for us to continue to support these kids as they, you know, they try and find their way. I, I, I firmly believe that we have, um, some of the most talented athletically, intellectually, artistically kids in in the country. And we just need to give them a chance to shine. You know, I want to stick with this for just a second because you were quoted in Steve Virgin's story today in the journal about saying it's important to me also to keep representing our state. You call this place your home. The work we do in New Mexico is critical, Noda. So despite your travels from coast to coast and covering the biggest golf tournaments in the world... This is your home still. This is where you were born and raised. And after you're in Augusta, Georgia, next week, you'll come home to Albuquerque, Noda. This is your home. Yes, and it is. I love New Mexico. I love the people. I moved my family back in 2015, had the chance to live anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world. And I chose to move back and and raise my family in New Mexico just simply because I think it's a wonderful place. And um, you know, gets a, a, a bad rap in, in some areas, um, you know, because we have challenges that a lot of other cities face. And I think that, you know, collectively we're trying to address those issues. And it's important for us to address those issues, not to sort of sweep them under the rug. You know, they're front and center. Um, if, if people like myself and not just me, but others in 
positions of um, of resource and and have a voice. Uh, you know, if we don't step up and try and make things right or improve them, then um, you know we're part of the problem. And so I think that I try and encourage business leaders and community ac- advocates to stand alongside me in in trying to address. Um, some of these major challenges facing our state, our cities, and, and make it a better place. You know, I think we get polarized by, um, you know, my, you know, a lot of the people in my workspace in the media, you know, we get pulled in, in opposite directions through a lot of the political rhetoric that goes on. But, you know, I'm, I'm not a politician. I, I don't subscribe to a lot of, um, sort of the political, um, narratives that take place you know i'm a believer in good people and there's a lot of those in new mexico there's a lot of hard work and great people that i really want to work alongside to make our community better well it's wonderful to see one of our own doing so well we're talking with noted begay the third here on espn radio 1017 the team i know you're at the tpc san antonio of valero texas open an incredible field there but the buzz around the world of golf right now is the fact that tiger woods uh your teammate and your good friend uh from stanford um you know he played a practice round at augusta you know kind of fill us in on on your observations of how all that is playing out uh, I, Joe, I gotta give you credit it, it only took you five minutes to get to this question i think it's, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, i was burying the lead nota you know i mean come on man i had to get you warmed up I a little bit i appreciate you burying the lead and and giving me a chance to talk about things that i think are a little more important to me uh, <laughs> uh, in, in comparison to whether tiger woods plays or not uh next week but it is an important topic in our sport and in the world uh, of sports, uh, you know, regardless of whether you're a golf fan or not, people are intrigued by Tiger, what he's done in his career, and what he will do moving forward. Con- considering the circumstance, I was at um, the PNC Championship in December when he uh, played alongside his son Charlie. Had a great, great chance to visit and kind of see where he was at, and uh, a lot of uncertainty around, um, you know, his physical conditioning. And there was no talk about any tournament play moving forward. It was just, um, you know, being out there with his son was sort of the focal point of that whole thing. But like a lot of other people, we're evaluating his game, his movement, his shot-making abilities. And, uh, you know, he was still pumping the ball out there, you know, 310, 315 off the tee. His iron play was solid. His putting was good. And, you know, I left there, um, back home to New Mexico, uh, to spend Christmas with the family thinking, you know, if he could just get over a handful of those physical hurdles, which were huge hurdles. I mean, his leg was shattered. Uh, there was a 50, 50 chance on whether the doctors were going to actually try and save the leg or, or amputate it. Like there was some, so many major issues that went into, um, the last, uh, year of, of Tiger's life. And, um, now that, you know, he's actually gone out to Augusta National um, to take in a practice round, I believe it was yesterday, um, leaves me and, and so many other people excited as to the possibility that he may actually tee it up next week. 
Yeah, and man, uh, it's going to be a great event. It always is. Uh, but adding him to the mix is just going to take this thing over the top. The growth of, of golf has been incredible, um, you know, in, in late the last few years. And I'll tell you, you know, you, you've had to recover from injuries. I mean, I know you had a back injury. So you talk about Tiger pumping it out there, 310, 315, uh, and hitting his irons well. Is he able to, I guess if anybody is, is he able to simulate the skill and, uh, you know, dealing with the pressure with this kind of layoff around the greens, Noda, at Augusta? That's the big question mark, but you also have to look at talent level. For instance, if, um, you know, you have an athlete that can run a mile, and let's say four minutes and 30 seconds, which is a, a nice time. Yeah. Um, and they're competing against athletes that can only run uh, 445. Well, the, the, the best athlete doesn't have to run their best race to win. Um, and that's Tiger Woods. He's got more talent than everybody else. So he can compete at 75, 80% of his, overall ability um because he knows the golf course better than anybody else he'll be um the one player in the field with the most masters um tournament victories under his belt um and he has more talent than everybody so you know the, the, now does a tiger woods at the 70 80 can he win the masters i don't know but it's not really going to come down to that so much. I think as is, I think if he can get through, um, you know, a round or two, um, get a feel under underneath him for what physically the course is going to ask of him, you know, how well is he recovering from one round to the next? Cause that's what professional sports is about. It's, you know, you, you compete on the field, but can you recover how much of, of your max performance can you get back by the next game or, or the next round of golf. So from Thursday to Friday, you know, how much could he, can he get back in recovery and, and not, you know, lose uh, mobility, strength, and um, any of the major issues that you have to have in that right leg to uh, play golf. Nota, I noticed in the story by Steve Virgin, your inclination is to say that you think Tiger will be playing in the Masters next week. I'm not going to say he will be playing. Um, I my comment to Steve was was just around the fact that um, it's moving in that direction. Uh, everybody knows it's his favorite event. Everybody knows he plays well there. Um, he shows up on on the grounds to play a practice round. Um, I, I I don't think any athlete would do that unless they had intentions of um, giving it a run. No doubt about it. And, yeah, fearless is a, another way that I would describe Tiger because let's face it, Noda. I mean, this isn't you know around with you and a couple of other buddies you know somewhere. This is the, there's going to be tens of millions of eyes on that tournament, and you know he has you know such a reputation to uphold and uh, the integrity of his game. I mean, uh, it would be it's to me it's incredibly fearless uh, to be able to you know to say you know what. I'm going to go ahead and do this despite, you know, this accident that took place only 13 months ago. Yeah, but that, I don't think that's a concern here simply because he's gone. 
I don't think he could embarrass himself any more than he did at the Phoenix Open when he was going through major back issues um, and, you know, shot the highest tournament score of his lifetime and, um, you know, was hitting it poorly, was chipping it poorly, was just, you know, really um, having a tough time. And, you know, I had to do a show following up that round of golf, and it was one of the hardest shows I ever had to do because, um, you know, we all had to be very fair about what we saw out there. And what I saw was a very um, injured athlete um, who happened to be a best, one of my best friends and going through um, a lot, having to deal with uh, failing in front of the world because it became a very um, big story in sports. And that was a low point. And I don't think that he would show up next week, um, you know, it, it, with any fear of, of having to, to deal with because he's been through it. So, gotcha. and, and, he, and he came out fine and he won the Masters a, a few years <laughs> later. So it's like, yeah. it, it's just this first step. Like, you know, will the body, will the leg hold up? If it holds up, who knows? You know, the, the, the Open Championship in July is on a much better course for him. It's flat. It's, um, it's windy. requires um, wonderful shot making. It's not long. Um, I think that, you know, is a more ideal setting than Augusta. We're talking with Noda Begay the third here on ESPN Radio 1017 the team. I'm Joe O'Neill. Sam Hauser and Scott Galetti will be back after the break. But I gotta ask you then, you know, we know the champions dinner is Tuesday night. I mean, when when do you think we'll we'll know one way or the other on on whether Tiger plays? I don't I um I know the PGA tour regulations. I, I don't know what the um I I think you could literally go up to the, the moment of your tea time and, and withdraw. So I don't think there's any um, hard deadline that he has to adhere to because the Masters has its own sets of policies and things. And so um, I don't know, I couldn't tell you. I don't, I don't know those policies as well as the tourist policy, so I, I couldn't really give you a, a fair answer there. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, so uh, you're down in San Antonio, TPC San Antonio, uh, the Valero Texas Open Nota. Oh yeah, there's a golf tournament going yeah. on. Down here. I forgot <laughs> to talk about that. And there's a couple of pretty darn good players. Uh, you know, we're talking uh, Jordan Spieth, uh, DeChambeau's there, Cooch is there, Ricky Fowler's trying to get it going, uh, Jason Day. I'll tell you, you know, this week before the Masters, where you didn't often see like some of the top. 25 players in the world down there in San Antonio. Well, certainly that's not the case anymore. An unbelievable field that you're covering this weekend in San Antonio, Noda. Yeah, and a lot just has to do with its place in the schedule leading into Augusta. Players like Fowler, Jason Day, Henrik Stenson are not eligible for the Masters. And those are players that routinely are are used to playing in these big events and so they're here to win the tournament. Um Rory's here to tune his game up. Jordan's here to defend his his um Texas Open Championship which was his first win last season um I think in over over 3 years. So a lot of great storylines, real solid field and um it's going to be awfully windy, I believe, uh the next couple of days. So We'll see who can handle the conditions best. 
You got it, Noda. Well, thank you so much. We'll be keeping an eye on you in the Golf Channel, NBC Sports. Thank you so much for joining us here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team in your hometown. Noda, appreciate you. You got it. Appreciate it. Thank you. All righty. Noda Begay third here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. All right. Back to Sam and Scott next. You're listening to Team Talk, ESPN Radio 101.7, the team.